Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, that was what was going on in D.C. last night. Interesting. Okay. My invitation was lost in the mail. I was I was just across the Potomac River and didn't, uh, didn't get invited. I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, when I lived in D.C., I used to always go to the Washington Post. One of the times I'd actually buy the Washington Post was the day after uh, the state dinner. They would publish the names of everybody who'd been invited. And, you know, you had the normal people who were always going to get invited. But I thought it was very interesting to see which business leaders and which donors, political donors, and, you know, kind of random people got invited because the entire list was there. And sometimes you'd go, what is this? Who is this person? Why did they get invited to the White House? Um, it, I, I mean, I think a good reporter kind of looks at that kind of thing and tries to draw the the lines, the connections to see what's going on. So I'll have to do that today, too. I'm broadcasting live from Alexandria this morning because I've had a couple of meetings on Capitol Hill. What an interesting time to be up here while the Republicans are trying to figure out um, who the new speaker would be. And, you know, former Governor Gilmore was ambassador to Europe, and we've talked to him you know, every Thursday for almost over a year now about uh, the situation uh, in Europe and the invasion of Ukraine. But a lot of people forget that he was also chairman of the Republican National Committee under President George W. Bush uh, for a little while there. And so he's dealt with all of these guys. And I thought I might start, Governor Gilmore, thank you for being with us again this morning. What's your reaction to the back and forth on the Hill and the final decision to uh, to choose a new speaker here? Well, John, thanks for the chance to be on as usual. And uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about in foreign policy as well. But uh with respect to the politics and on Capitol Hill, it was important to elect a speaker. Uh, things were uh, confused because the Republican Party at this point is so divided in its policy choices. And that's what we have to think about. We have to think about how you pull the Republican Party together and make it an actual uh, opposition party to President Biden. Uh, and there's a lot of debate and, and discussion now going on in the Republican Party, none in the Democratic Party. They're, uh, as usual, completely united, completely disciplined, all vote together. They never deviate. And that is a political factor. So the Republicans, in order to be a competitor to that, have got to be together. And that's not the case, typically. Uh, And, of course, we had eight uh, Republicans actually uh, depose uh, Speaker McCarthy, including one of the Virginians, uh, Bob uh, Good. 
So, uh, look, the, the new guy that's there is himself a, a great uh, conservative. Conservatives from Louisiana. Uh, it remains to be right. seen uh, what kind of leadership he's going to be able to provide. But at least we have a new speaker. But now I think you have to move on to the question of what is the correct, correct policy for the United States, both right. in terms of spending, policy the budget, and foreign policy. And I understand that now Speaker Johnson, uh, Mike Johnson of Louisiana, has questioned some of the spending that's been sent to Ukraine. Do you have a read on that? Have you investigated? You know, I don't know what's true and what's not true. Everyone, you know, the national press is trying to vilify him today. So I'm going to take everything with a grain of salt, to be honest. But what's your assessment? Well, my look, my assessment is this: with regard to his personal opinion about uh, support for Ukraine, the key is to get the bill up in front of the Congress. If uh, support for Ukraine is put to a vote. The vast majority of the Republicans will support it. The vast, uh, the, the the Democrats will support it because they're supporting President Biden. Uh, so it, the the money will be there in order to continue this effort. And again, our attention has to be always discussing the rightness or wrongness of the expenditure and the support. And I believe that it is fundamentally right. I think it's the hinge of history. This is a a moment when the future of the United States is at stake. Uh, and I believe that the support will be there. But in the meanwhile, of course, the, the Israeli war is what's really under discussion everywhere right now. Uh, it has the effect of being a diversion away from the most important battlefield, which is Ukraine. Uh, although uh, we obviously uh, can't stand for a world in which uh, people like Hamas can go in and kill a thousand Israelis, and women, women and children take hostages and make that the ruling order of the day. So I, my message to your listeners is the same it's been for over two years, I guess, and that is the world is unstable. The United States is going to have to provide leadership, and now it's coming true. We're going to have to provide leadership in multiple places, and it ain't done yet. Are you surprised? Yeah, are you surprised at all the reaction on college campuses, University of Virginia being one one that you know your your alma mater that there have been so many large groups of people and professors who have, even seeing the video of what Hamas did in Israel, have been very strong in their support of of the Palestinian people, hypothetically, but it almost crosses into support of, hey, Hamas has to do what Hamas has to do to free the Palestinians, even if it's terrorism. That's a, that's a weird message to me. Well, in, in the end, John, decent people cannot support uh, any program that means that you invade militarily and kill people and commit atrocities and, and rape people and kill babies and, and steal people back as hostages. That just simply cannot prevail. Uh, and that is the world that keeps nosing itself forward into the world today that America and its allies must stand against. Uh, so the Israeli war is important. Uh, it's very significant, particularly to the Jewish community in America. But do not take your eye off the ball. The Ukraine war is the hinge of history here. It determines the future of Europe, which determines the future of America, and probably de- determines the future of what happens in the Pacific also. Yeah. Senator Scott, Rick Scott of Florida, said there's overwhelming bipartisan support for Israel, and we can get an aid package passed in the Senate quickly. The same cannot be said about Biden's ass on Ukraine aid, which is far broader than just lethal aid to defeat Putin. So you're beginning to see some cracks with with some of these Republican senators, and I'm not sure exactly what he's speaking about that's more than 
lethal aid to defeat Putin. Do you know what he's referring to? Well, no, but I think that uh, the the key principle that the people have to understand is that war is more than just a battlefield. It is economics and it is messaging, uh, among other things. It is cyber. It is a variety of other ways. And we're in a general world war now. There's no doubt about that. The question is, how will it be conducted? Uh, And uh, the destruction of the Ukraine economy is what you see almost in every war. You bomb cities and, and factories because you're trying to destroy the economy of the opposition. And that's one of the things that the Russians are doing. They're trying to destroy the economy of Ukraine so that they're helpless to fight. Uh, of course, naturally, with the support of the entire West, the Ukrainians can stay in the battlefield and fight for themselves. So the point is this. Yes, there's more than just military aid that's going in uh, to this battlefield in Europe. But it has to be. Uh, the Russians understand what hybrid warfare is. They understand the complete war that uh, that we're in in the 20th century. And we have to be wise enough to understand that also. I saw some headlines that said Slovakia had stopped their support for Ukraine. I don't know how much they were actually sending and what their, where, what their leverage is there. Do you, do you have a reaction to that? Is that alarming to you? Well, I think they're going to continue to send economic aid, uh, but no, they're not sending that much in the way of weapons. But, you know, really the, the key there is the messaging. If you begin to see slippage in support, uh, that is as important as sending a dollar someplace. Uh, and uh, the, the message is very key. If people begin to slip, uh, then it's that, that's that, uh, that danger uh, that uh, people will lose heart and that people will stop supporting and give Putin his way. And again, let, let's be clear about this. What the future is really all about is, is Putin's determination to reassemble the Russian Empire and then to use that to influence the rest of Europe. And that is the danger to the United States, particularly if you have a conflict simultaneously in other places. Uh, you know, look, you, you, you can see the listeners need to see that, that the conflict is growing worldwide. Uh, and we're seeing this, this issue now in Israel. Uh, And again, the principle of brutality and conquest is what's at stake there. Look, on the campuses, you know, people are entitled to uh, advocate for the Palestinian people if they choose to do that. And I think there's some uh, some strength and merit in that. But but the the Palestinian people are undercut by Hamas's murder uh, and their policy of murder against uh, against the Jewish people. And this is beginning to cross over on the campuses from just support for the Palestinians to being hatred of the Jewish people, which we simply cannot tolerate. Uh, so anti-Semitism emerges, and that is not something that Americans can tolerate. If you don't mind, in our last minute, I've been asking everybody who's come on with a political mindset uh, today what your snap assessment is of the Virginia elections as we get closer and closer to November 7th. I guess we'll have one more time to to chat about this before we actually get to election day what do you what are you thinking well it's, it's an entirely new election because we're into a redistricting election where all the, the lines have been redrawn all the candidates have been scrambled up so it's very difficult to predict uh p- political insiders i'm sure are counting these votes in the different areas look i think it's going to be a very close election uh and turnout is going to be very key uh, so, uh, you know, Governor Yunkin has made an effort to get people to the polls. I have, and a lot of other people have as well. So uh, the turnout is going to be key here as to how these, ele- these close elections are going to go. Uh, I-, I think the Donovan election is very close. Uh, she's been a state senator, a very able person, so she probably can make it. But, 
you know, there are, these districts have been redrawn in a way that sometimes are favorable and unfavorable to candidates. In short, I'm, I'm not trying to be mealy-mouthed. I just don't know how it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know this, that Republicans are vigorous in offering their candidates and offering their policies and uh, trying to thwart the, frankly, the untruths that are being put forward about them. Uh, and uh, I think they're being pretty successful. So I'm optimistic, but I can't tell you with any certainty how it's going to happen yet. Well, I know you've been working hard, you know, campaigning all over the state, too. So, uh, and after all the years you put in, that's that's uh, saying something. Former Virginia Governor Jim Gilmore, former Ambassador to Europe, I appreciate the chance to talk to you always. Thank you. Thank you, John. It's 846, and we'll be back with more in just a moment on News Radio WRVA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.